Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks, as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement, for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Always so glad that you are here. Hope you are having a great day so far. Today, let's talk about when you feel like you're starving. The title of this podcast is going to be, But I Was Starving. Anyone? feel sometimes like they're just starving and you like can't help it. We got to eat something right now because we're starving. I bring this topic to you with the utmost of humility toward anyone who is actually, you know, hungry and not able to get the food that they want to have. And I can't let that stop me from bringing this forth, this topic to people who actually have like an abundance of food, like I believe we all do. I believe if you're listening to this podcast on your phone or your computer, you likely have like high access to food. And I can't not talk about this one can be such a place of like bondage for people where they're just stuck. Um, And so I of course want to acknowledge that there are a lot of people that are not able to access food in the way that we are. And we're very, very blessed in that way. I'm like completely aware of that. And I don't want it to be a place where people hide in shame and don't talk about this because I, well, it comes to you because again, another client breakthrough, different client, different breakthrough, different day. So, and this client too, share it all. I want you to tell people this one because I can see it now, but I couldn't see it before. So this is why I'm bringing you this topic and I don't want you to feel any shame. I certainly have had this thought myself. I certainly, my brain will continue to offer me this thought probably forever as it will most all of you. If you've ever heard it before, it's just a habit, just a thought like, you know, like a little ball in there popping little pops and fizzes of thoughts that go on in our brains here and there. So I don't feel like it's going to go away at any point, but I really want us to slow down and talk about this thought, but I was starving. So again, no shame, no hiding. 
Let's just put this one out there on the table and have a look at it uh, as objective observers, shall we? You know, we don't always see some of these subconscious patterns going on, like thoughts and patterns in our mind, because I've mentioned before, like the current science is saying there's somewhere around 60,000 thoughts going on in our head every day. And many, 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 many of them have to do with like habits and the way we live our days over and over again. We're just like in a loop of a bunch of subconscious thoughts and patterns. So one of my favorite things to do is for us to slow down and interrupt that and like decide if these are thoughts and habits and loops that we want to continue. And if they are, then awesome. Let's keep them. But if they're not, let's talk about that and let's work on them and chip away at them. I know I myself have experienced just massive change when I'm being coached because sometimes you just don't even know what thoughts are lurking around in there until you start talking about them. <clears throat> and even when I'm speaking to people now, I'm very aware of my language. And so things will come out of my mouth sometimes where I'm like, wow, didn't know that one was in there. Have you ever had that experience before where you go to talk to somebody about something and then you realize Wow, I didn't even know I was thinking that. Super common. Because there's so many thoughts in our heads all the time. And there's something so beautiful. And I believe we were made for the connection of sharing our lives and our struggles with other people. So that they can hold these things with us. And help us assess them. And really look at them like, wow, is this something I want to continue with? Or is this something I want to maybe work on? And it's so fun to hear other people's perspectives. I cherish my own coaches and people who have coached me because they've helped me see things going on in my own mind um, that have been not something I want to continue that's not helping me in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. And so this is why I love paying all that forward. Like, How can I help somebody see something that might be lurking around in there, knocking around in your head, that maybe if we just got it out into the light and we looked at it, we could see if that was something we wanted to continue with or not and move that one along. So when you come to coaching, the more that you can bring your most authentic self, I mean all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, which probably isn't really ugly, it's just you like everybody else having struggles, the better coaching can change your life. And the more change is possible for you, the more you can really bring it. So this particular client had a day during the week where the day didn't go as expected. Like, and then I tell you that story, wait, you're saying someone had a day that didn't go as expected? <laughs> Probably not a big surprise. We've all had days that don't go at all as expected, but that's why I work with clients on like, what is the backup plan? What's the plan B? And then if that doesn't work, what's the plan C? And then what's the plan D? Like, have we ever considered these things if a day goes completely haywire? What are our plans for that? And do we love our plan for that? And this client and I have like been working together for a long time. We have like all kinds of discussions about these things and all the plans, but sure enough, this particular day, was extremely stressful and went on and on and on. And the client thought they were going to have plenty of time to get home for this like delicious food that they had already planned for themselves. But they came to me and they said, I totally blew it. 
I went to this fast food place that I haven't been to in a long time, but it wasn't my fault. I was just starving. So, of course, like I want to just lavish the grace upon them. This is not a big deal. It's one meal. It's fine. If you like we talked about the holiday meal situation, if you do the math of all the meals you're going to eat in a year, one meal that's off the plan is certainly not a big deal. So I'm here to like lavish you with all the grace in the world because we all have times where something doesn't go as planned and we do something else and you know, it might not think that be the thing that we love that we did the most, but like it happens. We just like, now what is our, you know, go-to after that? Like, now what are we going to do next? So I asked them after this was over, like, we're not going to like talk about it when you're in the throes of it, but it's fun to do the post game show. As you know, I say, I love to do that afterwards. I'd be like, okay, let's sort of unpack that I was starving so were you really starving like were you like starving like actually like just want to remind you you'll hear me say it over and over again hunger is not an actual emergency like we can all miss some meals we could miss a day or two of food lord willing we'll never have to like go prolonged periods of time without food like not by choice but we could if we needed to um even though you're brain is telling you it's like a complete emergency alarm bells must get to food but wasn't it interesting how this client's brain offered them the only option was this massive fast food meal that's like the emergency meal of some kind in their mind so I was like okay so let's talk about it after like after the after the show is over here let's talk about it okay how far away were you from home like when you realized you were starving quote unquote which we were already laughing about by the way this client was realizing okay <clears throat> might be a little overly dramatic with that one okay yes okay fine but not a problem like like this is just how our brain works it's just offering you this thought it's trying to take care of you it's trying to keep you alive it doesn't understand it's just all the alarm bells are going off inside like i need food right away and it's going to do whatever it can to tell you to get to that food so how far away from home were you? And they said about 20 minutes. And so I said, okay, can we just pause with that first of all? Like 20 minutes, it would have been 20 minutes until you could have gotten to the actual food that you had planned for the day. So when was the last time that you had eaten? And they said, you know, it was about 8.30. And maybe this was like, a, I want to remember, I think it was like a 2 p.m. or 2.30 or 3 situation that there wasn't any other food. So, okay, we went from like 8.30 to 2.30 or 3 without any food. Okay, was there anything else you could have grabbed somewhere? Was there like a convenience store with like a, I don't know, a protein drink or bar or something else? Like... Did we have to like go to that particular fast food restaurant and eat, you know, like a multi-thousand calorie meal? Or could we have stopped at like a convenience store and just grabbed something to just get us through to the 20 minutes it was going to take us to drive home? Like, could we have found something to take care of ourselves to eat at a 
grocery store, you know, now they all have, you know, sort of some grab and grow options right as you get in the door, which is super handy. Or like, could we have grabbed, you know, a sandwich or something other than this like huge, huge, huge meal? And then we worked through the like, okay, so when you order the food and we got the food and like maybe we pulled the car over to just like eat, did we just inhale the food? Were we just like so quote unquote starving that we ate probably and we ordered maybe twice as much as we would have had we been at like a reasonable hunger level? Did we eat it twice as fast? I mean, there's just like a hundred fun things that we could like slow down and think about as ways for next time we're not going to give ourselves a hard time about all these things that like we did quote unquote wrong they weren't wrong they're just what we did in the moment it's not a big deal like nothing has gone wrong we're fine but let's like really find there are just multiple entry points for ways we can you know unhook that like how we go from zero to this most massive, massive, massive meal and then become what the client described as completely overfull. They were just sick. So now they're beating themselves up about it. They feel horrible. They ate way more than they wanted to because they ate really quickly. So, so many things that we were able to talk about and like hopefully lighten their load because this is not about like you did all these things wrong and we have to do everything right next time. Let's like, who are we kidding? We're all humans. Things are going to happen. It's not a problem. But one of the biggest things that crossed my mind to work with them on was if you love this particular fast food and this is just like the thing that like when push comes to shove and you're backed into a corner, like you just want like as much of this as possible. Do we need to be like working some of this in to your week? I mean, if you love this place and you love the food there, and I'm not saying we're going to love how it makes us feel, but like if to you it's worth it to have this food, even if you don't feel amazing, like do we need to work it in? And ultimately the question underneath that is like, are you still restricting? Because do you see how when you're restricting, that that's what's going to happen when you're really backed into a corner, you're going to go and you're going to overeat. So whatever the thing may be for you, whether it's the pint of ice cream or the fast food or the, I don't know, three sweet potatoes. If you, you know, are into, you know, veggies and fruit more than, you know, some fast food, whatever the thing is for you, like, what is that thing that if you were really backed into a corner and you knew you were starving, that would be too much, quote unquote, of a temptation for you? Because I really want to slow the client down with that. Like, well, if you love that food and you're not getting enough of it, how can we work it in? Let's work it in. There are no foods off limits. I am here to sit right before you in front of this microphone and tell you there are zero foods in my life that are off limits. If I want it, I'm going to work it in. And that doesn't mean I'm going to work in like two bites of it and like twice a year. I mean, like there's no more restricting because it doesn't work. It will catch up with you just like it did with this client when they felt like they were starving. So the biggest takeaway I think we both had, and it was like, actually so energizing for me and for the client because we're like, oh, 
this is like the good stuff. This is how we learn where there's areas that maybe we're pretending. That we're pretending like we're going to be this person that doesn't love this particular food. Because if you're pretending that you're never going to want sugar again, but you love gummy bears, this is not going to work. And if you're pretending that you're never going to have bread again, and you love sourdough bread, <laughs> oh, ask me how I know, we're going to have to work some sourdough bread in there. So underneath really that backed into the corner, I feel like I'm starving moment. Can you see there was just literal gold for this client? There was gold. We were analyzing things like, are you having a perfectionist mindset here with this? Like, I have to only be perfect and eat all my food at home because that's not gonna be sustainable because something's gonna get in the way. You're gonna have to go on a trip. You know, I've mentioned this before, it's happened to me more than once. You're gonna get a call, you're gonna have to go to a hospital, you're gonna not be in control of your food for days. And then what are we gonna do? How are we gonna trust ourselves? You know, and then like the big one too, which I don't feel like was an issue for this client, but I've definitely seen it as something I need to slow down with clients and we need to work on and honestly be honest with each other about it is if you have a coach, are we trying to be a perfectionist, like I said, and then this big one, be a people pleaser, where you're like, now you're coaching with somebody, but I just want them to think I'm doing everything perfectly. <laughs> because if you come to me every week and you're doing everything perfectly, I probably don't believe you because I'm not doing everything personal perfectly and I'm the coach. <laughs> I have to have a coach. So none of us are doing anything perfectly. So please don't come to a coach with your people pleasing. I mean, come and bring it because we want to work through it. But please, let's be honest about it. If you feel like, gosh, I really feel like I want to come and just do everything perfectly and be done. Amen. Well, that's probably not going to happen. And if you want to come and just be the ultimate perfect client that I ever had, I'm going to be your best client you ever had. You're going to love everything about me. Well, newsflash, we're all humans. And we're all going to have things we just don't love about each other. We're all going to have things we're working through. It's just going to be messy sometimes. But can you see how this happening and this client hitting the wall like this, like the actual gold that came out of this, like can't put a price on it, was so good. So when you find you're in a situation like this, uh, you know, where you just hit a wall and everything blows up all around you. I have a great tool that I use in my program with people for us to really unpack. Like, what happened there? Like, I love to get in there. It's like juicy stuff to me. Like, what was going on there? And it just helps you see your brain because your brain's in your head. You can't always see. <laughs> but when we put it down on paper and we go through this worksheet, you can really see what your thinking was. And this is a place where your real victory can come from. So there's just nothing more exciting to me than like a story like this, where we really, this client like felt like they hit the wall and they were just starving. And we unpacked like 30 different things and 30 different encouraging, energizing things for them to work through. And then the biggest thing at the end, after this moment, was what did you do next? 
What did you do at the next meal? How did you talk to yourself about this episode until the next session that you had with your coach? Or if you don't have a coach, like how do you speak to yourself after an episode like this? Because I'm here to tell you, we all have days like this. They're just, everything's cattywampus and things come in and can like, you think you have a plan and then the plan blows up. But how are you talking to yourself? Like really, really, like, really talking like if you told me how you were talking to yourself but then really really how were you talking to yourself what is your inner dialogue like so I think if we hadn't even worked through all the multitude of things before that that that's like the biggest point that we need to get to is like that we could be kind to ourselves after a moment like that because as I tell you that story didn't your compassion just go out to the client like we've all been there bro or sister like we have all been there in that place and so as much compassion as you would have for my client as I tell you the story about them do we have that much compassion for ourselves so that in itself could be the action question for the week but I do have a couple others let's really look this week for places that we can pause and interrupt these patterns and slow them down instead of going from zero to it blew up and now I'm a horrible person because this is what the brain does so can we slow down find places we can interrupt these patterns this is the place that I want to invite you to this place where there is freedom on the other side of that because can you imagine imagine the breakthrough next time this client has a situation like this we're not surprised we know what our brain's going to offer and we can decide I mean there's a multitude of things we can decide and it doesn't have to be we're never going to that drive-through again but maybe we do it with more intention maybe we do it slow down reminding ourselves hey I'm going to be home in 20 minutes but what can I get right now to take care of myself in this moment to when I get home in 20 minutes? Maybe hunger's not an emergency after all. Where is that loop in your brain that goes from zero to I was starving, so anything goes? Like what loop can we slow down with? And what is that loop for you? Maybe that isn't yours. Maybe you don't hear it in your brain. Well, I was starving. Maybe you hear, I just want it. Maybe you hear, I deserve it. Maybe you hear, it's not fair that I can't have this and other people can have this. I, myself, had all of these and then some <laughs> to work through. But let's be aware of what you know our brain wants to offer up in those moments so that we can work through them. So... I just want to invite you. There's so much energizing encouragement on the other side of a thought like, well, I was just starving. Like, where could you go if you were on the other side of the, I just want it, I deserve it, it's not fair. And then like, he's doing now, this client. Now he's looking for other things that are under there that are sneaky, <laughs> that are little thoughts like this, like, oh, I was starving. It's like, what else is lurking in there that we can like tenderly care for when it comes up? 
and slow down with because this is when it gets really fun because he we can't undo now what this client experienced like it'll never be the same when that thought comes up for him but i was starving like it's over it's like lost all of its power that thought can be like a sneaky insidious thought under there and it's lost all of its power and so now he's empowered to make a different choice a loving choice a patient, you know, aware, slowed down choice. And he's able to laugh at himself. He's able to smile and just has complete freedom on the other side of a thought like, but I was starving. So let's get you there. I hope that this break, I hope these breakthroughs are helping you. And uh, please let me know if you have another one. If you have a thought that's like really you feel like getting you every time. Let's unpack it. Let's work on it because it is so worth it. And the joy that comes now when the thought comes to him, but I was starving and the laughter, it's just, like I said, it's lost all of its power. So let's like have those thoughts for you lose all their power so that you can get to all of your goals, all the things you want. Your brain will start searching for how you can find more like this that we can unpack. And it's very energizing. So let's work on that. Let's do it together. Let's slow these thoughts down. Let's do some interrupting of the patterns. As you could see, there was like 20 different directions we could come at to work on this. And even if you just worked on one or two, it'll wiggle your brain enough to give you some space and help you get to your victory. All right, let's do it. It's easier than you think. And it's more fun. So get in touch. Let's make it fun. Let's make it easier and have a great week. If you feel like you're starving, it's going to be okay. We got this. Okay, love you guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at sofarsogoodcoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.